electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another CNBC Tech Check Plus live stream. I'm Brandon Gomez, and today we're here to talk about tech's response to the Roe v. Wade overturn by the Supreme Court, that decision out just last Friday. And joining me to have this conversation is Yelp's Chief Diversity Officer, Miriam Warren. Miriam, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Brandon, thanks so much for having me on. Of course. So uh, I, I want to kick things off. I mean, we're going to we're going to discuss a couple different things, right? We're going to talk about the rulings impact on your team over at Yelp employees, um, but also consumers in general. Uh, the decision and the call for a lot of tech companies over the last week to support employees who will have to travel out of state now for reproductive care. But then also in general, sort of the broad sweeping question, right, which is, when do companies speak up on these social issues that are impacting both their consumer base and their internal workforce? Uh, and so, I mean, to kick things off, I would love to just leave the floor open to you to discuss what exactly was Yelp's response um, before leading into uh, and now since that decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Well, Brandon, I'd say that we started this conversation in earnest last summer. Uh, and by this conversation, I mean a conversation around how to safeguard our employees and ensure that all of them have equal access to health care, including abortion, no matter what state they live in. And so initially we were looking at Texas's uh, restrictive abortion ban known as SB8. And when the courts failed to uh, eliminate that ban or strike it down, and it became law in December of last year, we recognized that not only would uh, this impact the 200 or so employees that we have in Texas, but it would also likely be uh, something that you would see copied in other states. And so we took a forward-looking uh, uh, stance, and as we created this benefit, we really wanted to make sure that you could access these sorts of um, reproductive health care, including abortion, no matter what state you're in. And so the way it works now is if an employee at Yelp or one of their covered dependents needs to access abortion but lives in a state that has an abortion ban, we will pay for travel, uh, lodging, airfare, uh, gasoline, uh, those sorts of things um, to facilitate that employee's um, travel to a state where they can obtain abortion care. And I think an important thing to point out here is that um, to access this benefit, it simply goes through our insurance provider the same way anyone would access uh, health care. This is obviously an important and, um, and, and, and deeply private issue that someone should certainly take on with their doctor um, and that they should be able to uh, to get reimbursement from insurance just like they would for any other type of health care. Um, and, and I think uh, definitely cutting Yelp out of it, so meaning you don't have to go to your manager, you don't have to talk to someone at Yelp to obtain uh, this benefit, I think is is vitally important. So that was going to be my, my follow-up, is, is I'm sure there are a lot of employees out there at companies that are providing this, right, are providing um, coverage for transportation out of state uh, that might be concerned 
about their own privacy, right? About their own privacy and what that process is going to look like. So you just laid it out a little bit, but you know, speak to the employee who is concerned that maybe by stepping forward and 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 requesting that that this cost be covered, that they are then opening themselves up to something happening down the line, right? If if information or data internally in the company is being subpoenaed, I mean, is that is that an issue that you foresee, or um, do you? Does your system in place currently protect the employee? In our case, the system does protect the employee and their data related to whatever healthcare they might be accessing. So whether that's a, you know, a surgery on their foot after a mountain biking accident or any other type of healthcare, including abortion that someone might need, that is going through our insurance provider. And that's not data that's accessible to employees at Yelp. And I think that's the reason why we put it in place in this way, because you can imagine that private sensitive data around um, what kind of healthcare you might be accessing isn't something that you want um, people in your company to know. And I mean, how long have you been having this conversation? So you said you've been following it since there was the discussion in Texas, right, within your own population, but offline, just before this, we were also talking about how you've been tracking this issue from a consumer standpoint as well, from the folks who are actually using Yelp, using your site. Yeah, absolutely. Back in 2018, we recognized that there was an opportunity for us to mitigate disinformation on our platform. And by that, I mean um, that you might be familiar with crisis pregnancy centers. So these are not healthcare centers. They do not provide abortion, but they often mislead people who are pregnant into thinking that they do offer these services. And typically it can be very difficult for consumers to parse out what is an abortion center, a place, a healthcare center that they can obtain abortion services versus a crisis pregnancy center, which offers counseling to try to talk you out of having an abortion. And because those two can some can be uh, undistinguishable, um, certainly when people are, less, for example, looking on a search engine to find an abortion clinic, we wanted to make sure that uh, consumers using Yelp would not have that problem. And so we looked at thousands and thousands of listings and also created a separate category called crisis pregnancy centers so that consumers would be clear about the type of services they would get first at an abortion clinic and also at places that do not provide health care. So and, and, and that's uh, allowing users to have uh, uh, to find what they're actually looking for, right? Like, exactly. like on, on your site, I guess my question comes in where because there is a real data privacy concern here, especially some legislators have brought this up, uh, like I said, about that information being subpoenaed, um, you know, and, and what it could could mean if 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 action was taken where individuals were brought to trial. So I guess my my question is, is are there concerns and are there are there is there is there is there an infrastructure currently at Yelp that is going to account for that, that if law is passed that, you know, they say, OK, hand over the, your your search data for X, Y, Z consumer, that you'll have a place to say, no, we cannot hand that over. How do you land your dream job? It starts by acing the interview. Go to cnbcmakeit.com slash courses to register now and learn exactly what hiring managers are looking for with CNBC Make It's new career-boosting online course where experts share their secrets for a dynamic resume, coming across with confidence, what to wear, and more. For a limited time, save 50% with our introductory offer. Register now at cnbcmakeit.com slash courses.
Well, this certainly is not the first instance in which we've had data subpoenaed about users. And I think what you can see in Yelp's long track record on this issue is that we are very much in favor of protecting the privacy of consumers that use Yelp. And we have been successful in doing so uh, in the courts in a large majority of, of the cases in which we have found ourselves in this position. And I would say, as we think about um, users making searches on this particularly sensitive topic, we are looking at measures to limit the retention of that data. What's also important to think about though, is that some data you actually do want to retain. For example, um, users who are writing about their experiences in these particular clinics is very important and can help other consumers using Yelp to find abortion services um, to understand what they might be getting themselves into. And so I think that is important and it is certain, certainly um, something that we'll need to balance in this case. Without asking you to comment specifically on, on any of these bills being put forward, but you know, I, I just pulled a couple of them that, that have been brought forth since we knew that Roe v. Wade might be overturned, right? There was the My Body, My, Data Act um, from Representative Sarah Jacobs, Democrat in, in California. Basically, that would limit um, data for period tracking apps. Um, there was also Elizabeth Warren and, and other Democrats who wanted to limit the amount of, of, of health data um, that was shared as well. I mean, is Yelp a part of the conversation or would Yelp be a part of the conversation when it comes to what legislation actually looks like um, to protect users' health data? Well, certainly this is a conversation we're having internally. And as we think about sort of what our role is in the wider discussion on this, we would definitely continue to have those conversations both internally and externally. And I think it is important to consider the role of legislation in, in a lot of pieces. But, you know, I mean, we're here talking about uh, overturning Roe versus Wade, something that gave people in America the ability to have bodily autonomy over their own choices. And I think it's important to consider how legislation might also help to bring back that, that choice and, and that freedom to be able to have safe and legal abortions, no matter what state people are living in. So certainly the topic of legislation, I think, Brandon, is really important here on, on a number of different angles um, on this topic. Now, you are at a Yelp, this, this, your CEO is very outspoken on this, right? And issued a statement almost immediately and preemptively as well. So, um, are C uh, maybe it's not the case at Yelp, but do you feel that sometimes CEOs are concerned about backlash when it comes to making statements on decisions like Roe v. Wade? I'm thinking back to um, you know, the conflict that we saw between Governor DeSantis in Florida with Disney um, when Disney issued a statement on the Don't Say Gay bill within the state. I mean, is there concern amongst the executive suite that there could be potential backlash from politicians, from consumers, fill in the blank? I personally feel really lucky to work at a company with a forward-thinking CEO. Jeremy has been uh, really instrumental in our position on this topic for a number of years now, and that's something that I appreciate and certainly that our employees appreciate. When I look out in, at the larger landscape in terms of companies speaking out on this issue, I think I... I certainly am pretty disappointed. I think this is certainly not a time to be neutral if, if such a thing is even possible on this topic. Um, you know, the overturning of Roe versus Wade 
could potentially put us back 50 years of progress that we've seen for women in the workplace, for gender equity. This is a healthcare issue. This is an economic issue. This is a workplace issue, fundamentally. I think when you look at um, what Friday's decision meant for so many people in the workplace as they as they consider thinking about, you know, what is their future? How will they take care of the kids they already have? Uh, what does it mean to live in states that have these trigger bans that went into effect almost immediately? I think for CEOs to not speak out in, on this particular topic, both internally and externally, is not only a missed opportunity to really connect with the values of their companies and with those of their employees, but also a missed opportunity in society. We know that at this point in, in the United States, people certainly are having a lot of distrust in government. And so in that case, we're seeing that increasingly companies have to step in and, and pull up the slack. And I think uh, for companies and their and their respective CEOs to not uh, do that at this very critical moment um, is is beyond disappointing. You know, I've had conversations with a couple um, chief human resources officers, chief diversity officers, um, chief people officers, right? The folks who are really working with different populations within the company. So primarily with employees, but then also thinking about consumers, thinking about executives within the company. And the, the flip side is, is that every company is thinking differently about which population they need to prioritize when they're making these types of statements, right? So for Yelp, in, on this specific issue, on Roe v. Wade, you've sort of expressed how your consumers were, are impacted by it, your employees are clearly impacted by it, um, and so therefore it becomes a priority. But I think that, you know, even if companies don't decide that they don't want to make a public facing statement because they realize that maybe, you know, data privacy, it's not really an issue within their company, right? It's not, it's not affecting their bottom line from a consumer standpoint. Of course, their employees would be impacted too. I mean, the work still needs to be done behind the scenes and internally. Um, I, I, I just, I'm always having this, I'm always grappling with, with this idea that, you know, companies are weighing their stakeholders. And so I would, I would ask you how you're weighing your stakeholders when you say like, no, Roe v. Wade, we need to weigh in on this. I think the ability to have uh, autonomy over your own choices that relate to your body is a human rights issue, Brandon. And I think that for every CEO out there, every chief human resources officer, every chief diversity officer, fundamentally at the core and the center of the work that they do are people and people are human. And because this is a human rights issue, the, the thought that you wouldn't talk about this or that you would think that you're somehow weighing um, different constituencies in this case, like what we should really look at is what the, the vast majority of the American people believe. And that is they believe and desire abortion to be safe and legal in America. And you know, overturning of Roe versus Wade doesn't stop abortion in America. It just stops it being safe and legal. And when you think about how high the maternal mortality rates are in this country, the idea of forced birth is really, really concerning. When you also consider that we're one of the only countries in the free world to not have uh, paid sick leave and paid family leave at a federal level, there are so many issues to consider. And while I can certainly understand that this has historically been a topic that is tough to talk about, that some people are afraid of, and certainly when we consider that most CEOs of companies in America are men and that men 
um, have have felt a a sense of like maybe this isn't the topic for me to talk out on. I think those days are over. We are in a crisis now, and I think this is the moment to step up. This is the moment to certainly talk to your employees. I absolutely think this is is a discussion that you want to start internally. But I wouldn't stop there. I would talk out externally as well. And I will tell you that the types of responses that I have received both internally and externally on our leadership on this issue, on seeing our CEO talk out on this issue, um, have been incredible. And I think we just have to remember that the majority of the American people believe abortion should be safe and legal. And, uh, you know, uh, since Friday, and again, like in the case of Yelp, preemptively, not just after the, the decision, um, we've seen more statements come out, right? We've seen statements from Apple. We've seen statements from some of the big tech players. Um, and, and so I think that people are starting to speak up and we'll continue to see it. We'll continue to follow it um, on Tech Check, especially as we see and continue this conversation around data privacy, uh, around tech's response to it. So for today, uh, we're going to end it there. And Miriam, I, I appreciate you um, sharing what your experience at Yelp has been, the work that you've been able to do um, on this front, but then uh, more broadly on the social issues that impact both employees and consumers across the board, uh, including Roe v. Wade, but then also beyond. So thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, Brandon. Really appreciate you having me on to talk about this very important conversation. How do you land your dream job? It starts by acing the interview. Learn exactly what hiring managers are looking for with CNBC Make It's new career boosting online course. Get the limited time offer. Register now at CNBCMakeIt.com slash courses.